Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Clear Conversations. I'm here today with uh, Manny. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about what he does. Um, he does a lot with videotography. Um, he also runs a small business that he owns. Um, and his work is very, very, very unique and very uh, different. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and talk about, you know, what what he's had to overcome, especially with the pandemic and how that's affected his work, what advice he would give to the listeners today. So Manny, thanks so much um, for coming on the podcast today. How are you doing, bro? Good, man. Thanks for, for having me on Clear Conversations. Yeah, for sure, man. It's 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 been like word through mouth. I've heard like uh, suggestions and I was like, I was following your work and I was like, man, this guy's like, I love it. Like, it's so nice. And so it's always, it's always good to see and to share that and hear like how I can take away from that and how, you know, the, the listeners can look at that and be like, you know, that's, that's nice. That's unique. And, you know, maybe I might want to do a little bit, bit about that. So let's, so let's talk about your work a little bit. Um, so what, so what is it that you specialize in or what would you say that you do? Um, well, I specialize in two like two different things. So, for example, my um, me and my wife run a wedding business um, called Isn't It Films. So that kind of she mainly handles that now. That's where it started, and then I run a video production business um, under my name, Manny Peralta. Awesome. So, what got you into um, breaking off from the wedding side and going um, forward with your own business? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I give a lot of credit to the wedding business and I give a lot of credit, like it, it's still very much a big part of our life and, and what we do. And um, I guess what kind of got me started in it to begin with was like, I always grew up in like a creative household. Mm -hmm. So I was always like into music. I was always doing um, into music. I was always drawing um, always doing like little home movies, that sort of thing. And video was just one of those things I did for fun. I did it with uh, my band as well. Mm -hmm. um, and really from there, I just like, after having like a lot of jobs, I wanted to be able to uh, make money doing something that I love doing. Mm -hmm. um, very hard for musicians, uh, in my opinion or I was just never that good, probably. <laughs> um, uh, it, it's hard to make uh, money as a musician and art. What I love drawing, but I don't think I ever really had the ability to make sellable art. Mm. And video, uh, it started with just shooting a couple of my friends for fun. Um, and from there, it kind of turned into the wedding business. And I did that for maybe two years or something like that. And I think very recently I branched off and started doing more video production as far as like music videos and interviews and that sort of thing for different clients through Manny Peralta really started uh, at the beginning of January, 2020. Yeah, so would you say, um, especially like with the whole pandemic and everything going right now, would you say that like that kind of influenced the way you are rearranging with with, I know you're trying to do like blogs and it's like you're trying to do a little bit. It's, it's, it seems like you might have shifted a little bit. Yeah, um, actually, I, I think because of the pandemic and because of everything that was kind of transpiring within January, I, I already knew that I wanted to be doing uh, my own video work, right? Because mm -hmm. as cool as like the couples can be sometimes and, you know, sometimes you're shooting these really beautiful venues, um, I just know I, I like, I like shooting other stuff. Right. So, yeah. um, I was always a big proponent of like, don't stick to just one thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, cause if you stick to one thing and that one thing leaves, then, then what else do you have? So I always love yeah. the ability to, um, leverage my, my talents or leverage the things that I can do. So, um, in January, I kind of started doing more of the video production stuff because the wedding business, my wife quit her job. She came on, um, she started running it herself mm -hmm. and it, it, then the pandemic started happening and yeah. I said, oh, man, I'm really glad I jumped on the fact that, you know, I, I can do video production in addition to the weddings because 
I guess, I guess weddings stopped. Maybe we had a period of like three mm. months or something yeah. like that. But uh, I can't really say that. I don't know. I, the pandemic has affected, but I've always had work. Um, yeah. Just so, to, yeah. 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 So you were able to adapt around that, you know, you were like, okay, you know, this, this isn't really gonna put a huge damper on what I do because you work for yourself. Right. Yeah. I mean, very much so it could have, right. I could have just said, Oh, we have no weddings. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big believer in that. Like I just, I'm like, okay, well stuff is happening. What else can we do? I think during that period of like three months, I -hmm. think, uh, with our wedding business, we did a lot of like YouTube for our wedding business. Mm -hmm. Um, and we just filled our time with things. Um, I never, I never just sat there. Yeah. I never sat there and did nothing. I, I was always like, okay, well, if I'm not booking a wedding, let's make vlogs for the wedding. Let's, how do we edit wedding photos? Yeah. Um, I did a, how do you call it? Um, even with like Manny Peralta, like there's not a ton of, oh, thanks, dude. Sorry, I'm trying to just pass some water. Oh, nice, awesome. <laughs> um, you know, even with like Manny Peralta, like if there's a, a, a lull in a client, right? If yeah. there's no client L for a little bit, then we fill our time doing other things. So like Manny oh, Peralta okay. blogs, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm super thankful to like, be I'm, I'm kind of going off topic but like i'm just thankful yeah, yeah. to like for sure be it, it's grown so much in the last year manny peralta like mm-hmm. that business um the fact that you know brian's on and we have a couple more people that work with us as well they help me so much to be able to get those vlogs out because i love doing those vlogs yeah yeah, um, for sure. And it's it's just so good for business, like mm-hmm. blogging about the behind the scenes and showing other people that it's not as glamorous as you may seem, or yeah. as it may seem and not, you know, just not all bells and whistles and traveling and, oh, we get to shoot video. There's just so much that goes into it. But I'm super thankful for like Brian and Morgan and Ashley and Daniel, like they helped me with so much to get a lot of stuff done. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's so great to hear. You know, I, it's, it's nice to hear that um, you've been able to really just kind of just weave all the way through all of that and still be able to grow. Um, yeah, because, not, not without struggles, though, of course. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and I would say, I mean, you'd probably agree, you know, that just comes with every business. I mean, it's just, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it's just how it's it goes. Like, like tons of crying. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like lots of <laughs> lots of long talks with my wife. Yeah, about yeah, like, for sure. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know yeah. if I can. I don't know if I can like, can, I can't manage people like I can't, I can't write these contracts. I, I freak out sometimes. Because mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. To, like one maintain one business and then maintain another and then just it's it's a lot. And I won't say that the pandemic and stuff didn't have an effect. It did have an effect on me mentally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think when you're backed against a corner, you can't, I don't know. I have a kid, you know, I have a mm-hmm. wife, I have people that rely on me for certain things and I need yep. to be around for it. So I just mm-hmm. didn't want that to be an excuse yeah reason for sure but it was definitely not an excuse so yeah pushing through even though it was hard yeah for sure and that's 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 super positive to hear and that's great to hear and so just talking a little bit more about your work um i know you've been working on some projects you want to talk about some of your projects you worked on i know you just shot a music video uh you know what what went into that like i remember seeing um the you kind of posted the process on your instagram story it was kind of like this, the board <laughs> of, of, of all the information of all yeah. the video footage that you guys have taken. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Line. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I can't imagine like, like how do you prepare for that? Like, like what's involved in, sh- in shooting a music video and have you ever shot a music video? Yeah. So um, my, when I was, before I started like the Manny Peralta and kind of like 
separated it as far as like, you know, LLCs is concerned and, and that sort of thing. I, I had shot music videos in the past, uh, mostly like, for example, a band had a song they already recorded. They would play it live. I'd film them and then I would just sync it up. That was kind of like a music video. Um, I had shot a couple in the past. I uh, shot some solo stuff for people. And I, as far as what goes into a music video, I mean, I would say maybe 60% of it, if not 70% of it is consultation mm. and planning and storyboarding and lots of back and forth with the band and getting locations. Um, it really just started with the idea. I, I mean, I guess it started with the fact that like I had the new camera, I wanted to test it out. And um, I got with Miguel, who's the lead singer of Raising Cadence. And yep. we had done work together in the past. And so we kind of like pitched the concept of like um, guys entering the house, they're entering their um, one of the band members' sister's house and it's their anniversary and they just kind of wreak havoc and it's supposed to be just like fun and colorful and um but like well shot like well composed mm -hmm. and a little bit more of a mature feel from the other stuff that we've done in the past yeah and um yeah man it was maybe three four weeks of like back and forth and finding the right location finding the house um I will say uh, my friend Sammy Cologne and Daniel Casas, who already works with us, yeah. um, they helped me so much, man, because um, I could not shoot that by myself as far as like setting up scenes and lighting um, because it, it's just, there's too many like things happening at once on a, on a music video set. You're trying to wrangle whoever is acting. You're trying to wrangle the band. Yeah. You're trying to make sure your camera's set up right. You're trying to make sure that the lighting's set up right. So to have two other people with you um, and knowing that they could handle moving things and blocking off this window so we didn't have spill in of light, like, mm. that's so helpful. Like, yeah. but you can't do that without the consultation ahead of time and, and prior planning. Man, that's, uh, that's a lot of preparation. <laughs> um being all prep, man. All prep, all prep. And then the last the last 40 the last 40 percent is like just shooting and having fun and yeah. um trying to keep it under a five-hour mark because like i had budgeted for it you know to pay certain people for you know five six hours and you want to try to maintain that because you know you go over it's more money out your pocket and um oh man but that day was so fun it we got it done in, in like six hours. Um, I think probably one of the biggest things with music videos is just having different scene setups for the hmm. band to perform in. Okay. Um, so like, you know, the living room scene, the, the stairs scene, um, you know, the bathtub scene, like, and being able to switch those in the edit to kind of cycle through, keep visual, uh, visual interest. Um, yeah, that was probably, the most fun shoot I've done in a long time. Wow. Yeah, no, that's awesome to hear. I mean, it sounds like that was definitely a journey <laughs> project. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about, um, I, I know you've been working on that and just following some other things, some side points, your clothing brand or not really a brand, OmniFlow, is that what it's called? Uh, UmiFlow, yeah. UmiFlow, yeah, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> completely... No, no, butcher that um i have a tendency to come up with like weird names for my brands yes so where because i was looking at that and i was like where do you draw inspiration to like come up with that like um that logo yeah umiflow started uh that logo was pretty recent um umiflow started like when i was like 15 and um that's always been one of my endeavors is to start like a clothing brand and to like make it a, you know, something that people can latch on to and something that people would want to wear. And, you know, it started with just like art. Like my original idea was just to like draw because I can draw some stuff and like sell those prints and or draw it on. I used to like buy white t-shirts and I would Sharpie and draw designs on it and I would sell it. And give it to my friends or whatever it is and that's what umiflow came from um 
And then very recently I had Daniel do like, um, we kind of collaborated with like an idea for the logo. Um, and it turned into just like a representation of like, I wanted UmiFlow, you know, to represent all the creatives and to not think too hard about what they're doing, but to just create because Umi in Japanese means ocean. So flow like the waves, like just be, be easy about it. So UmiFlow right now is, uh, I want to say like maybe 5% of what I do because that's a whole separate business in itself to do it properly and to do it right. Um, and I just frankly don't have as much time for it as I want to. Um, but what's, what's great about it though, is, you know, I have it on some drop shipping sites so people can go and order, you know, go to Redbubble, type in UmiFlow, you can order shirts, tank tops, whatever it is. And, um, yeah, I mean, I would love to delve into that once maybe Manny Peralta like that, this business, I can hand off some more stuff, but like my brain is just so pulled apart in like nine different ways. It's hard to give attention to as much as I'd like to, it's it's hard to give attention to UmiFlow sometimes. Yeah. So um, what website? So you want to give a shout out to your website so people can go and find that and look at it. Yeah, I mean, everything can be found on mannyperalta.co. So just my name and .co. And there's a tab under there called UmiFlow. And you can just click on that link and it takes you, kind of explains what it is and takes you to the site to buy it and that sort of thing. Yeah, and so if the listeners here is, if anyone's in the Florida area and they're looking for somebody to do work for them, um, be sure to go check out his work. Um, he's got a great resume portfolio of things that he's been working on, um, which is pretty awesome, man, because like, um, like what, like if somebody wanted to start, like just with like a camera, like, like if they're like, okay, you know, I want to try to make this work. What camera would you recommend? Mm -hmm. And where would you recommend they start? Yeah. Um, what camera I recommend <laughs> nowadays, man, like, dude, <laughs> I still shoot stuff. I shoot stuff on my iPhone. Um, use the best camera that you have at your disposal. And mm. nowadays, you can spend two, three hundred bucks and get yourself a decent little Canon um, DSLR and make some awesome videos with it. I, I've always loved Canon because they're good at both photo and video. I feel mm -hmm. like they've had all the right settings, the, uh, the color profiles, the color science within it. Um, comes great right out of the camera. And so you don't need anything complicated. You just need an idea. So like for someone that's just starting, use what you got. Most, most people, most kids have an iPhone. This thing shoots 4k shoots at 60 frames a second. You need this, some free software like iMovie or Brian is windows movie maker still a thing. Uh, probably right there's tons of free software you just have to have a concept of what you want to do and you can i have a friend her name is kate kensel she started her um video production business shooting an iphone video for a bank mm. and they loved it and you know really gets paid thousands of dollars for it you cool. can do so much with this. Like this is such a, a an invaluable tool. I think people forget that it's in their mm -hmm. pocket. Yeah, no, that's that's so great to hear. And that's that's some great advice because I feel like the idea is like, you got to get this gear, you got to get the best camera, you got to spend the most yeah. money, you got to do this. And then it's just like, you get all this stuff and you're just like, well, now what do I do? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, 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 I don't even know where to start, but I feel like a lot of people miss that situation, you know, like, for the chance mm -hmm. to ask somebody who actually has the experience to say like, whoa, 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 you don't even have to spend that much. Like, yeah, I mean, it makes it, it makes kind of a difference. I mean, the only reason I have, I mean, the only difference between a DSLR and a cinema camera is really just like, if you can get, you know, your foreground, your background exposed properly. And the cinema camera has much more ability to pull color out, right? So you can run it in your program and, and really bring out the blues and stuff much more than you can with a DSLR or something like that. But okay. I still shoot weddings on a 1080p uh, Canon DSLR. Oh, snap. Yeah, it works nice. 
fine. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, and I use, um, I mean, dude, like I've, I've used backup audio on a wedding. Like if the lab mic failed right on the groom or something, or like, I wanted like a backup audio for an interview for like a video production thing. I mean, I've stuck my my iPhone like (laughs) near them. Voice, voice memos. Yeah, voice memos, and then the thing picks it up just fine. Like nice. the H five I'm using now is not technically correct, right? I'm supposed <laughs> to be, I'm supposed to have a a, a Rode NTG, like a like those long skinny mics, mm-hmm. right, to dip into interviews. That's the proper yeah. way, but I don't have twelve hundred dollars laying around. Yeah, for sure. So I just use you use everything you got to the best of your ability. That's yeah. all it is. You don't have a light to light your YouTube videos, use window light. That's what I'm using right now. And my computer here is running on, I just typed in on YouTube white screen Yeah. on YouTube. And it's giving me like a nice fill light. Cause like without it, it's kind of dark. Wow. Like just wow. use what you got. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. So I know you kind of, like I've never really asked anybody about how it is or how, how is it uh, when shooting a wedding, but like, was it how much prep work would you say? Would you say there's more prep work in a wedding than what you've been working on recently? Or would you say it's kind of just depends on? Mm, yeah, I think it depends on the couple. It depends on the client. Um, mm. I can't really say that I do a lot of the consultations for weddings right anymore. Um, yeah. Because my wife just handles all of that. I From watching her, though, she's kind of had it down to a science where like, you can use sites like HoneyBook and stuff to kind of consolidate how you're talking to the client. So mm-hmm. instead of having an email here and then texting them through here and what did I say what? Yeah. Communicate through HoneyBook, um, what you pay like 500 bucks for the year or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a service that just keeps every time that you talk to each other, any notes that were taken that need to be said, all laid out right there in HoneyBook, really easy for myself or for Ashley and for the client to view. Yeah. So as far as like what needs more prep work, I think they both equally need a ton of prep. Um, I know for weddings, um, based off what Ashley has told me, she says that um, if they don't have a wedding planner, uh, your videographer or photographer is essentially planning that wedding. So itineraries, what time is this gonna happen? Where's the groom gonna be at this time? What's the first look? Um, Then you have a shot list, you know, what poses do you want? You know, obviously, I never promise I can get exact pose, <laughs> right? Because it's just yeah, not for sure. Yeah. But definitely, like figuring out, like, are there any important family members that you want in there, right? Um, do you have a special jewelry? Do you have a uh, an extra special ring that he gave you 17 years ago that you want in the video? Like, are there things like that that takes a lot of consultation? What's that? What's the uh, exit walk going to be like? And as far as like client interviews, like stuff that I do with my video production business, Mm -hmm. um, maybe like an interview, for example, there's, depending on the client, um, most clients today want like, hi, my name is uh, Michael Kors and I own Michael Kors XYZ, right? Yeah. And you you have to ask the owner, like, what do you want to say to your audience? Um, And I'll write out like, um, actually, Brian will actually help me with this as well. Now, um, you can write out things like, give them some baseline questions. Who are you? And what do you do? What got you into this business? Why are you passionate about it? Why, you know, what gets you up in the morning and keep on doing it? And then crafting that interview, um, prepping what kind of light you're going to bring, how many cameras you need, and then uh, what B-roll you're going to film after that. So you can kind of lay it over. Mm. So it's not just a straight video of someone talking, but you throw some visuals. Like what visuals are we going to be filming? How long does that take? Honestly, man, again, it comes back to that like 60-40. So much of video work, photo work even, is like 60% prep and 40% shooting. Wow. And the other reason why I mentioned the weddings is I had a friend, I think you guys did as what well, is some of his pictures. His his name is Carson. Houghton. Yeah. 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 I I was like, oh, what are what are the chances? I run into the people who <laughs> do yeah. some of his pictures. Um, yeah, that but, was that was I love that wedding. That was awesome. It was cool yeah. because it was like 
super chill and um and then we kind of we filmed the rest of it in georgia so like road trip up to georgia finished oh, off wow. yeah finished off those i mean carson's a special case because like he's like my little brother and i've known him since he was like man 14 you know him yeah I, <laughs> oh that's I, crazy oh my i've known gosh. him for a long time now that i think about it it's crazy oh, that's that he's awesome. like, it's crazy that he's like married now and has a wife and his yeah. own life. And we used to work at Discount Tire together. Um, okay. Okay. And yeah, I've known him for a long time. Yeah. His voice got so much deeper now. He's so much taller. <laughs> Very handsome now. Uh, shout out yeah, to Carson. A, yeah, shout out to Carson. He's a good. He's a good guy, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. But yeah, no. That's that's cool, and I'm glad you guys got to work with him on that. Um. Because you guys you guys did an excellent job. Like I love, yeah. um, I don't know. You, it seemed like you guys were like walk. They were like walking barefoot in the mud or something. And sometimes you just gotta like throw caution yeah. to the wind. It's like, just do something fun and something different. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm not down for like the, uh, this goes for both weddings and it goes for like video production. Like I don't yeah. like the better stuff, man. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't do the slow pans across. Yeah. And like, and like you know, you know, putting a tripod and letting everyone dance on the dance floor, and it's just straight on. <laughs> Forget that. I just get in there with like, oh, and like dancing people, like the client stuff. Like yeah. we're very picky with our video production as well. Like we want to work yeah. with like cool clients. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, for you know, sure. There's a time and place for like the boring corporate sort of style, and that's an art in itself. <laughs> There, there is a time and place for it, but like, I love it. I just, I'm not, I'm not about that, man. I want, I want to shoot like a cool brewing company or like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Or like a really trendy, like hair salon, like shout out to yeah. effect hair. Like they're, they're just so fun to work with all mm -hmm. the time. And, and that's the type of client that you want. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's, and that's what makes it unique because it stands out. And I feel like that's like, don't, you know, just call me out if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's what, Manny Peralta is trying to do like it's trying to work with interesting clients and unique situations and create something different rather than just following the standard if I'm doing that then that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah if I'm doing that great um I don't I don't know I, you'd be surprised man how much I doubt my own work I mean I appreciate the compliment yeah thank yeah you. yeah for sure um, but like it I I question that all the yeah. time um, I question the work that I do. And yeah. um, I mean, sometimes it takes, sometimes it takes like dropping a client yeah. because you're like, mm, I, the work I'm doing for you is just, I'm not proud of it. I'm not mm. proud of it. I want to keep yeah. on doing this work. Like, it, and it's, and it's kind of cool um, now because I have some leeway to kind of, you know, I, I, we have some leeway to turn down what we don't want. Um, and yeah. at first, at first, you really do have to bite that because you got to take every client you can when you're just starting out sometimes. Mm -hmm. You really, you really do. Um, and it really helps you to learn, you know, what you like and what you're good at. And I mean, for the, I mean, for maybe, maybe half a year, maybe a year at Isn't Live Films was both weddings and like video production, like yeah. doing like music videos and doing like client kind of stuff and it's just it was you know, too much in one spot right it's too much it doesn't make sense on a, yeah. from a marketing standpoint right mm. like if, yeah. if you want to do weddings i i say i say anyone can do weddings bro anyone mm. can do weddings um i've seen a lot of bad weddings um in the time that i've been doing this and i'm like man it's such everyone's going to be getting married till the world ends yeah People will always be getting married. Just mm -hmm. jump into it. If you want to make some, if you want to learn a lot of aspects of photography, videography, product photography, how to coordinate, how to direct, shoot a wedding. Yeah. Okay. Shoot a wedding, but keep keep that wedding business. And then if you like doing music videos, if you like shooting portraits, make another business. Keep mm -hmm. it separate. It makes more sense from a marketing standpoint rather than be a, I don't know, sometimes it works for some people, but I'm not. I don't know. I, I didn't want to be like a, oh, uh, what's it called, Brian? An a la carte? Yeah, like an a la carte, like a, 
full service thing. Like Manny Peralta it's, does everything. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like the way I think about it is like, you know, you wouldn't see apples and oranges on one tree. You know, exactly. they're two they're two yeah. they're two separate trees. So it's like mm-hmm. keep the oranges with the oranges and keep the apples with the apples. I mean, yeah. they're both they're both good. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just yeah, you would never see them together on a tree. But I feel like that's like what I take away from when you say you're trying to market because I feel like you're trying to have a different vibe yeah. like more so than just being like you know I'm just gonna do this together and if it falls mm-hmm. you know in place okay that's great you know but yeah people see that effort that you put in like I like that I you so. know the well the thing is like because I feel like you know just like we're going back to the standard it's like I feel like the standard has always been like just put as much in as one and then just build up and up and up and up and up and then you have yep, a whole yep. lot but you don't really see like you know one one of something you know you see a lot of something so it's like yeah it, it helps to like kind of like it helps it helps me i can speak for myself like mm-hmm. separating the two helps me to have a goal with each single one yeah and i'm right? sure that's like i have a goal with wedding stuff and i have a goal with video mm-hmm video production yeah and i'm sure that's that's easier on you <laughs> yeah. i'm sure that's so much easier and a lot less stress yeah <laughs> i can separate emails right yeah man no no that's great um and 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 also too like what would you say like what artist would you say is your biggest inspiration like the Ooh. like like something like and i know that's a loaded question like let's just be honest like yeah i mean <laughs> but like who how do I word this? Who do you draw inspiration from, especially like with what you're shooting right now? So let's say the last project you did. So the last project you did was the music video, right? Yeah. Okay. So what did you, where did you draw inspiration or who, like what artist did you draw from? I mean, I draw a lot of inspiration from, I mean, I mean, I would say a huge motivating factor in like my work is like music right okay um i used i i regretfully don't play as much as i used to um i and i used to play all the time um but i never lost my ear i never i i understand how song structure work and i understand how song structure affects uh emotional psyche and and i listen to that and i and i implement that in my videos um Music really is my inspiration for how I do stuff. It's the core of everything that I'm putting out there, right? Um, but as far as like a particular person, I mean, I can give you the the classic canned answer. Like, you know, I, I, I'm super grateful to like YouTubers, right? Who have take the time, film a video and like put out information, Peter McKinnon, uh, Casey Neistat, like those guys are like very instrumental in how I did certain things and how I wanted to, I mean, really, I, I see that I, now that you say that, I see that with your vlogs, the yeah, K, I mean, the K, the, the Casey nice, like that feel like he just like yeah. up and goes and the way he has the B roll and yeah. Oh man. And, yeah. And, and like okay. the, and, but I mean, I want to say even, even very recently, um, I can't watch them all the time. I can't because I get, I'll get, they're so good at what they do. I, I'll get discouraged, right? I can't, I can't just implement like uh, intake their, their work all the time. I have to be able to produce something. So I take what I can and then I don't watch anybody. And I, and I, and I do something with what I've learned. Yeah. But Peter McKinnon actually very recently has inspired me this year because okay. I was trying to figure out like, how do I split the business? What do I call my video production business? I'm just like, Peter McKinnon just is Peter McKinnon <laughs> and he just does it right. He's got, yeah. he's got YouTube, but not only is he a YouTuber, he's a cinematographer. Mm-hmm. He sells his little um, side brand Pete's pirate, Pete's pirate life, which, um, which he sells like little trinkets and shirts and mugs and shot glasses all under his name. And I'm like, why can't I just do that? My name's mm-hmm. not going to change. Mm-hmm. So Manny Peralta, beta production, cinematographer, um, we offer photography and I have a little side brand that's UmiFlow as well. Check that yeah. out. It's on the website. Like that, like those are real, those are like, he, he's actually a big inspiration to me though. Yeah. I can't, though I can't watch his stuff all the time because yeah. he's just that good. 
Mm-hmm. And I, ju- I, I need to be able to create for myself, but that's a big inspiration. Um, anime. Okay. Um, so Japanese like streetwear and culture and more so like the cartoons, like okay, colors and camera angles, like with the big fight scenes, I love like the character in the middle and then like the camera panning around it and having like this big grand feel. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, just things like that inspire me. I, I would say at the core of it though, like music is always a motivating factor. It's kind of like the unspoken, unseen thing that moves my work because yeah. I feel like it always comes back to music and my appreciation for it and how it makes me feel I hear a song and I want to make a documentary so that that song could fit into it mm-hmm. yes yes yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit so like let's say you open up your phone right now and you pull up you know the first 10 songs that the first 10 songs that pull up like like what would you say like <laughs> let's see um listen to a lot okay well i listen to a lot of disney hits because my kid loves it <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, for sure um but i listen to uh, strangely i listen to a lot of what i used to listen to though i still branch out but my biggest i guess newest stuff i've been listening to is um surfaces yes band. yes yeah love aren't just such like they're so yeah. It's so, I, I, yes, yes. It's so smooth. It's so clean. Like you can just listen to it any time that day. Like I remember just listening, like just, just, just drive, just driving because a friend introduced me to like Mm -hmm. the services and I was like, okay, you know, I'll give it a try. I listened to the whole album, like three days in a row, like just drive, (laughs) like that's all I listened to. And I was, I was still just like jamming and you can just like, yeah every time so what would you say is your what would you say your favorite song is all um i love good day and i love um sunny side up oh yeah yeah uh, horizons album yes i i think my favorite song would have to be loving okay um and sunny side is is pretty good um what is it what's that other song it's a fly high i can't remember um no no that's 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 loving um let me I mean, see take here. it easy is really oh good. <laughs> yes yes shout out to the services um sunday best is like their most popular yeah. song yeah sunday um, best is great yeah which i draw away from because like i try not to listen to the most popular songs because it's mm-hmm. like when someone asks you oh you like the services will name one of their songs well what's the last song I looked at Sunday best. Oh, of course yeah, you know I did. that song. That's yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know about them till just recently because um, I, I had seen one of their music videos in passing and, I'm, and it was actually one of like the color scheme and just like how it was framed was actually one of the um, inspirations for a shot that we um, did for the Raising Cadence music video. No way. Yeah, and so um, it's, it's, a, it's the frame of them like sitting down on okay. The, on the lawn chair, and I thought about the uh, "Good Day" surfaces music video. Oh, I'm really panning out, mm-hmm. and it's just a still frame, and it's just them just like sitting there, mm-hmm. dancing, singing. That yeah. was a big inspiration. That that was awesome. So like surfaces, I love. Um, I listen to a lot of like Circus Survive, Seozin, um, and then really like anything like bluesy as well okay blues funk like red hot chili peppers um okay like a lot of their older stuff i mean californication was great stadium arcadium i love mm-hmm. um and even their their new ish stuff like getaway like that was a great album okay. um so that's basically the type of music i listen to and then of course everyone listens to like lo-fi beats when like they're working or editing and stuff yeah so i want to so this this needs to be addressed right now okay okay would you say as somebody who works on these projects at a computer behind a desk would you say music is your biggest motivator yeah okay yeah okay it's settled it's done i think at the (laughs) core of it at at, at the core of it i'm still a musician at at like Mm -hmm. like i play drums i play guitar 
I don't play as well as I used to, but mm-hmm. give me, give me, give me a day. And I, I can remember all the stuff I used to be able to play. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I, I think in that, in those terms, mm-hmm. um, I like when I'm finding music for, for videos I'm editing, I'm always listening to like their song structure. I'm, I'm listening to, okay, they're using GCD makes me feel like this. Um, I, I'm listening to lyrics. I'm listening to, okay, well at the bridge, you know, how much dead space do I have? How much atmosphere do I have to mm-hmm. like work and insert an audio voiceover yeah. in that part? So that it comes in and, and comes in with like the last final chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, music is like crazy. Like it, it's the biggest motivating factor in all the type of work that I do. Yeah. So I don't know what it is about lo-fi, um, but that always seems to be like a fad right now. Mm-hmm. But would you agree that lo-fi is so adaptable to any genre of music? Um, Like, have you seen the different types of lo-fi that people make? Like, it's like... Yeah, I mean, it branches so, off into a ton of different things. Like, yeah, I, I would say maybe like the most original lo-fi I ever listened to is like stuff like DJ Crush and DJ Shadow and a lot of these breakbeat artists mm-hmm. that were kind of like doing like the record scratches. I mean, traces back to like um, trance music back in the day and Darude and a lot of the freestyle beats. I mean, you have guys like TKA and you have, um, you know, a, a lot of that 80s vibe where they were just getting those keyboards that had the multiple beat options in there <laughs> and then i yeah. mean it's the classic sounds and then that's branched off into like edm right oh, and, okay okay yeah, and, yeah yeah and then from there lo-fi it has more of the hip-hop vibe so you're i mean you're mm-hmm. chasing that back to like like i said like the older school guys that used to do turntables and stuff and yeah um yeah i mean it's been uh, I feel like lo-fi has been an after point. Like, Mm. I don't think many people understand where that traced from and where a lot of that music kind of inspired from. I mean, I could be wrong, but I've heard lo-fi from like, I've I've heard lo-fi in in a lot of different places. I mean, you know, Hybrid Theory, Linkin Park um, in 2000. Mm. I mean, the the uh the interlude by dj han in there like mm. there's a there's a lot of those elements and then that branches off into vaporwave and oh wow type of sounds the 80s vibe yeah um there's a ton of different music yeah like, that lo-fi pulls from I, I i i love lo-fi because i mean it takes like the 1920s sinatra stuff sometimes right mm-hmm. yeah um, and they insert that and a lot of these songs that you know, I don't want to say kids are listening to because I'm 28. I don't know if that's old, but like <laughs> you're not old, people, man. You're not yeah, old. Don't say that. Younger, but that younger people are listening <laughs> to. Um, I mean, these are all older songs from yeah. like you know the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, and it's just been repurposed yeah. to give it that vibe, to give it that scratch, to give it that record feel. Yeah, for sure. I. It's it's so interesting because like I remember like just listening to that like helped me like they would always have it like you look it up and it would be like stuff to help you do homework or or mm-hmm. to study or to, to focus and it would like like that emotion like it just triggers like it just resonates with like your brain you're just like very nostalgic yeah lo-fi, lo-fi yeah. can be very nostalgic yeah. and um, I, I think it's I think it's a great I guess that's the the term, right? Uh, that's the genre in itself is lo-fi beats um, because it gets you calm enough, but still motivated enough to keep on working. And I think because people don't realize that it's drawing from a lot of these very popular artists mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Um, me and my friend, Justin, um, we have a YouTube channel called uh, JPMP. Okay. And we, re- we review a ton of music and then also check out his solo his solo stuff, um, just JP on YouTube. Okay. And uh, like we review music and we talk about all of that stuff. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So 
going back, I kind of took us off track here. Um, so, but going back to Manny Peralta. So what, so what's next? Uh, what's next is growing the team more. So okay. beyond Brian, beyond, um, beyond Ashley, beyond Morgan, beyond Daniel, um, maybe expanding it a few more people, but really honing in on, on all of them and making sure that I can pass off things mm-hmm. to Brian um, as far as editing, as far as um, client consultation, sending him off to do certain things, trusting Morgan to, you know, fully take on wedding edits. Yeah. Um, and I mean, really just expanding and mm-hmm. it's never, you know, always priority in place right your family comes first you know your spirituality you as a person has to come first um but Mm -hmm. from a business perspective that's that's kind of what we're aiming for taking on bigger clients more spec shoots for big brands um and yeah i mean that's i don't know i i understand that there is a pandemic i understand that there is yeah for sure I i never want that to be uh a reason for me to slow down on stuff mm-hmm. um, you know stay yeah. safe take your precautions but for you know, sure put yeah down, put your head down and work if you are unhappy with where you're at because mm-hmm. for me dude i can't i can't go get a real job i yeah. can't go get i can't go get a nine to five um, yeah i've done it i've done it like six times within one year and like i'm very grateful to like my wife firstly for like always supporting me living in a garage with me living and ha- living in a guest room so you know yeah. until we can live in someplace else like um yeah very grateful to her for for helping me do all of this and uh let that not be a you know don't let things get in your way if, if you're unhappy with where you're at mm-hmm. yeah so so before we wrap things up i I always ask uh, this to anybody I interview, but if you could say one thing to the listener um, that you've learned or, or some knowledge that you would like to pass on, what would it be like along with what you do and what you're talented in? Yeah. Um, if, if there's anything that you're in anything that you do, right. If you're wanting to be, a photographer, an artist, a cook, a chef, or whatever it is. Um, more importantly, maintain your balance in pursuing that, but at the same time, remember that no one's going to do it for you. I like always, that. Always be willing to work hard. That That's what it comes down, comes down to, but always maintain your balance as well. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I, I couldn't have said any better, but I, I totally agree with that. And man, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show um, yeah, bro. on the podcast, man. It's, it's, it's been so great to hear like the way you um, have worked and all the projects you've worked on and being able to talk a little bit about that. Um, I'm sure, you know, if, if time goes on and uh, we get to have you on, I hope I get to have you on again on another sure. season. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. So do you want to give any shout outs to your Instagram or, your podcast yeah i mean, um, I mean you got a lot <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. he pulls See, out this piece of paper yeah it's like, um, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, everything can be found on my website mannyperalta.co umiflow is on there uh my podcast we are creative where we talk to um all different types of creative about the struggles that they go through so um yeah, check that on there. All of our cinematography work, all of our photography work is there behind the scenes. Vlog stuff is just Manny Peralta and Instagram, Manny Peralta with like an underscore at the end of it. Cause I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't secure my own name apparently. <laughs> but no, I will say though, like before we wrap things up, yeah, the simplicity of being able to use your own name is so much easier with everything because like you look it up website manny peralta instagram manny peralta yep. or you know you want to come in contact manny peralta.co you know it's like because like you know a lot of people have like different name um companies and then it's not really their name 
And so I think that's that's it. That's an advantage, an advantage within itself because I feel like yeah. that flows. If you catch my drift, that flows yeah. really well. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Very but, nice. But yeah, so thanks again so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for all the listeners who are listening. Um, you can definitely go check check this out on Clear Conversations. That's our Instagram. Um, the way we support um, this podcast is through through Major. It's actually a, a clothing brand that I own. Um, go check out the website. It's majior.net. Um, be uh, feel free to support and go check it out. And if you have any custom art needs or designs, um, just uh, reach out at major23 at gmail.com um, and we can do that for you and work with you and find some good deals. So I hope everybody has a good day and I hope everybody stays safe and stays well. So this has been another episode of Clear Conversations and we'll catch you next time.